I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the full moon in Aquarius. It's sun in Leo at and at 19 degrees opposed moon in Aquarius at 19. Moon is conjuncting Saturn retrograde at 22. That full moon opposition with Saturn involved is squaring into North Node, Uranus, and Mars, and Taurus, and the South Node, and Scorpio, which makes a fixed Grand Cross. Fixed Grand Cross energy uh, has a lot of pressure in it. Uh, All Grand Crosses do, but in particular with the fixed Grand Cross, fixed signs are what they sound like. It's, uh, they all, they're fixed. They stay where they are. They don't like to change. They're resistant to change. Some would call that stubborn. (laughs) Um, I think of it as determined as a fixed sign person. But when the fixed signs go into squares and oppositions against each other, they're forcing the others to grow. Which, if you're resistant to change, feels like pressure. And I mean a lot of pressure. Because Uranus, the ruler of Aquarius, is involved because Saturn is involved. Mars as well, although Mars is pulling away from the fixed cross energy. Leo, which Venus has now joined Leo. So Venus loves being in Leo. We love it when Venus is in Leo. Until Venus starts to engage in the Grand Cross, which is going to be in about 10 days. It's going to start to um, move into the Grand Cross energy. Before then, Venus and Leo is is opening up the heart. It's Leo's joy, laughter, play, creativity, love. Venus is trying to open that up. So at the moment, we're in, when we're in a fixed cross, anywhere you find those high octave Leo energies, absorb them wherever you can find them. Once Venus goes into the fixed cross energy, around around the time that Mars goes into Gemini, which is going to be on the twentieth, then that that access to that wide open heart energies is going to become restricted. So absorb it while you can. In the meantime, Sun and Leo is, is saying that your happiness matters. Your happiness matters. You get to thrive. You get to be ablaze with the things that bring you joy. The opposition to Aquarius is highlighting the importance of the energy we hold as a collective. So what I've been saying about the axis between Leo and Scorpio and Leo and Aquarius is that we find ourselves, we find each other. And that theme is going to hold for a very long time. Pluto's going to insist upon it. Um, whenever it goes into Aquarius, Pluto's going to dip in to Aquarius March of 2023 until uh, I think it's June 11th of 2023. Its retrograde cycle will take it back into Capricorn. Then in 2024, it's going to go into Aquarius and it'll stay there for, um, I think it's 19 years. So the theme of we find ourselves, we find each other is the answer that we're going to be looking for for a very long time. And when Pluto first goes in at zero degrees, it's going to show that we're very far apart and we've got a problem. So we can't possibly find each other in a higher frequency, in a higher way of being, until we know ourselves, 
So we know the frequency that we truly hold outside of control systems, outside of stories that you tell yourself, outside of how you've always known life before. If you're going to go into a higher way of being, you've got to relearn who you are. What do you want? What makes you happy? What makes you thrive? We find ourselves, we find each other. Saturn is, it's, is saying, this is important. Take this seriously. Because through that process of we find ourselves, we find each other, we begin to heal humanity. When we're far apart and when we're lost in lower frequencies, lower energies, in <clears throat> obsolete, archaic, harmful ways of being, then humanity is, is flailing, it's struggling. Which look around, you can, it's obvious. It's obvious that humans are having a real hard time at the moment. <clears throat> we find ourselves, we find each other. The square to North Node, Uranus and Mars, is what do you want? What do you want for your life? What looks like receiving the best that life has to offer? The ruler of Taurus is Venus and Venus is a receiver. What do you want? People, in my experience and the work that I do, have a hard time answering that question too. It's a hard time answering what does happiness look like to you? What makes you thrive? What makes your heart set on fire? Hard time answering that and a hard time answering what do you want for your life? The reason why we're having a hard time finding ourselves, finding each other, and reaching for a higher way of being, not fully knowing how we're going to get there, but at least reaching beyond what we've known so far to raise your standards on what to expect out of life itself. The reason why that is so hard right now is because of the South Node in Scorpio. The South Node in Scorpio is, it's like something really creepy, shadowy, uh, dense, and fearful, pulling you away from wanting more for yourself. It, it's, it's like a, a Scorpio, whenever it goes into lower octaves, is afraid to want things because what you want doesn't exist. Or you're going to get it and fuck it up. Or you're going to get it and it'll turn bad. Or you'll, you'll get it and lose it. Okay, so Scorpio just stays with, we're just going to try to not die for as long as possible. And Aquarius is like, oh my God, the drama of that. Okay, <laughs> can we just, can we please just change the channel? Jesus. And then Leo says, that's ridiculous. Life is filled with happiness. Go, come on now. Not everything is about looking at shadow. And Taurus says, I, I mean, seriously, we're going to try to not die. Come on, we're, we're here to live. We're here to thrive and to grow. So the other three fixed signs are looking at Scorpio going, what is it? What is it with you? What is it with you? Why are you pulling on trauma, fear, patterns, paranoia, sabotage, ruminating? Why are you pulling on that so hard? And that's a valid question. Why are we giving into that? And no matter who you are, no matter how on top of your own stuff you are, no matter how advanced you are, no matter how, no matter how zen you feel, no matter how um, well you are in this current moment, there's something in the background pulling. Even if it's watching the collective going, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. If you are in 100% bliss and zen and balance at all times, there's still something in the background. Don't tell Scorpio I said this. I'm a double Scorpio. So I have to kind of 
trick myself into hearing this without arguing with it. But Scorpio is not allowed to win here. It's just not. It's not Scorpio's turn. It's not. That is a giant hole in the ground in Scorpio around shadow. Do not jump in this hole. And everyone feels compelled to go in there because you actually believe the fear or you believe the shadow or you believe that if you get in with it and roll around and make out with it, that somehow then you can own it as your identity. This is my, this is my shadow, me and my shadow. Or if you get in there, that haunting feeling somehow has a present for you. But I'm telling you, that would be true. If, if, the North, if the North Node were in Scorpio, I would say, get into Scorpio and don't come out until you're done. I would. But this is South Node. That means it is pulling on you in a way it's where you should not be, setting up camp in a haunted house. And so in order to get into full, taking, taking very seriously full moon, Saturn, and Aquarius, you have to be disciplined and focused to get yourself into that higher octave of a frequency you want to hold that's future forward for you, that's going to carry you from here on out. You have to get in there and stay in there. And every time you fall out of it, if you fall out of your frequency, right, if you start uh, being afraid of the, quote, other, if you start thinking that your safety is actually in control systems, if you start thinking that you're not safe being independent and free, if you fall into those fears, if you go and go, see, I knew I couldn't hold that frequency. I knew it. That's South Node Scorpio. South Node Scorpio is I'm probably stuck like this. It's every time you catch yourself and go back up. That's the point. That's the victory. It's every time, every time you go, ah, I'm falling back in and come back up, then you're winning. With Leo, I think that it's, it's wise for Leo to listen to Scorpio and go, all right, all right, all right, all right. What, what are you trying to say? I'm still hurting about, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whatever your trauma is, wherever your fear is. And Leo goes, okay, I hear you. I hear you. You're trying to fix that. So settle down. Nobody, you're not being ignored. It's just, you're not the answer right now. That's what Leo's saying to Scorpio at the moment. And Leo's right. I don't enjoy admitting that because I have to sit on my hands and recognize the shadow is where we should not be right now. The electricity that's happening with Uranus and Taurus is that is what is disrupting um, values, resources. Um, that's what's, that's what's causing like the weird supply chain stuff. That's what's causing people to argue over um, true value. Like you, like you can see it just exploding in the collective about everyone thinks that their values are the right values. Everyone does. So there's, there's really high disruption going on over there. It's trying to get us outside of our comfort zones to go, we can do better. We can do better. We can, it's, it's solved the problem solve the problem to get us into a higher way of being falling into the south node opposite taurus would be you know we're so far apart we might as well we might as well go full tilt in fighting everything is so jacked up we might as well quit that's, a, that's some something that i'm hearing the most optimistic people that i know of in my life going yeah i think we should start over mm -hmm. And it, and it feels like that. It feels like nothing is savable. 
nothing is um, redeemable. That's South Node Scorpio. <laughs> South Node Scorpio is we are all going down. South Node Scorpio is somebody's coming to get us. <laughs> South Node Scorpio is we're not going to survive. We're not going to make it. And that somehow there's an energy that's trying to make sure we don't make it. All of that. Full moon in Aquarius is to, at, at Saturn, okay? It takes focus. It takes discipline to not fall into those lower energies. I think that there might be, well, I don't think, I know. This is my, this is my lived experience and my, my active observation in real time with the people that I, that I work with. I think there is a lot of fear around going a new way. And let me comment on that, if I may. When I left um, the corporate world, <clears throat> I, I really, I didn't have a choice. It, it was, it was killing me. It was, it was breaking me down. I, I couldn't, I just couldn't last anymore. I had to come out and I had to go a new way. And I had to really talk to myself sternly and tell myself, look, Susan, if you can do it once, you can do it twice. And I've held on to that ever since I left. And as much as I thought that I would not survive in my own freedom and going my own way, I'm here and I'm thriving, okay? If you feel like you're going to go in a new direction, whether it's about where you live, how you work, the relationships you have, how you treat yourself, if you're going to go your own way and it feels like you're starting from scratch, and that means you have no idea if you're going to survive, if you're going to make it, if you're going to thrive. I invite you to borrow that from me. If you can do it once, you can do it twice. First, I'll take it further. If you've never done it before, today's the day you're going to prove it to yourself. You have to really believe in yourself in that Leo Aquarius axis, really believing in yourself, like believing in yourself when nobody else does. Believing in yourself in the quiet. Nobody's supporting me right now. Well, then fuck, I'm going to support myself. <laughs> Right? No matter what, when everyone around you is going, oh, this is probably the end. And you're like, yeah, no, it's not. On whose authority? Your own. That's whose. Taurus is being really brave. And it's, there's got to be something better than this. I think that a lot of people have a hard time really getting into Taurus because if you really get into Taurus, then you have to get honest about a wanting and you have to admit. And if you don't want to say this out loud, first of all, I'll say it for you. Okay. And then if you still are uncomfortable with this, you can at least admit it to yourself that whatever you're looking at, and it depends on where it's happening in your chart, but you could also approach this as the collective for you to look up and go, yeah, this isn't good enough. Whew. Wow. Okay. I think people have an aversion to that because some, somehow I think it denotes that you're not grateful or you don't have gratitude or you don't, you don't appreciate what you've already got or you're being superficial or selfish or whatever. And it doesn't mean any of those things. Quality of life, thriving, 
is not, these are not finite commodities. You don't have to take someone else's quality of life. You don't have to take someone else's thriving in order to enhance your own. In fact, if you look at what is truly valuable and important to you, go into the Aquarius full moon and Saturn, a higher quality of life is we, a rising tide raises all boats. Let's go. It's, we all go together. It's strength in numbers. There is no quality of life in going on your own and saying, I don't need anything or anyone. That's not true. That's not true. For you to thrive, there are basic needs you, you, you need to have met for sure. Food, clothing, water, shelter. Okay. And in, in the world we live in, you're going to have to have some cash, something. Things cost money still. Hopefully one, one day they won't. But <laughs> but also, no human being is meant to do this alone. The more that we drag out our separateness and stay isolated in our singularity, then the further apart we are, and it is hurting us. We're hurting ourselves. The longer we take to find ourselves, step one, in order to find each other, step two, it's in that order. The longer we drag this out, the worse we get. The more we turn on each other, the more that we're afraid to take risks because you're doing it all by yourself with no support, and no help. Everyone feels that way. The longer we go without community, the easier it is to point fingers at the other. We're hurting ourselves. This full moon is really important. I know I say that every moon. And I do mean it. I do mean it. <laughs> the, the energies that we're in, it, they, it just keeps rolling out again and again and again. So it's, I, I'm really not being dramatic here. This is an important full moon. <laughs> but let me tell you why specifically this full moon is so important. This is really intense, super intense. So if you're like, I am exhausted. I don't know what to do next. I feel very confused. And I feel very alone. Yeah, you're on time. Yep. <laughs> if you feel like you're going to have to fundamentally change how you live your life in order to get out of this like pressure cooker, this vice grip, you're going to have to fundamentally change how you live your life, or you're going to have to altogether change your priorities or reach for what you've always wanted in your life. You just haven't been willing to admit it. Then yeah, that's uncomfortable for sure. And nobody's there to tell you you're going to be okay. It's all right. I mean, I'll tell you here. Here we go. Ready? You're going to be okay. It's all right. You can go a new way. I promise you, I promise you that your safety is actually in brave vulnerability. It is. It's not in control systems. It's not in how things have always been done. It's not about repeating like the past over and over again, because better the devil, you know, or I'd rather be in a pattern than do something new. That is not where your safety is. It's in brave vulnerability. Okay, so we're in this pocket that's super intense. We're all in it together. Whenever, whenever the Leo stuff moves on, we will still be in a fixed T-square. We just won't be in a fixed cross. Okay, so Scorpio and Taurus and Aquarius are still going to hold. But at least we won't be in a fixed cross. Then we're going to work through Virgo. We'll work through Libra. We'll jump off those bridges when we get to it, okay? But then at the end of October... The first eclipse is going to be October 25th, new moon solar at two Scorpio. The second one is on election day. 
in the U.S. Full moon lunar at 16 Taurus. That will have that full moon lunar eclipse directly on Uranus, on top of it. And the south node, sun, Mercury, Venus, all together, squaring Saturn. That is, I know that's all, that's, that's a bunch of nerd talk. Okay, I get it. But I'm telling you that that is so intense. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with that. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do with that. What I do know in the current moment is you need to get in here, please get in here and get serious and face what needs to be faced without falling into a hole. Okay. Get focused and disciplined on holding a higher frequency and don't lower out of it. It's understanding that you must find yourself so that we can all find each other, Leo, and that we're trying to go in a radical new way of living life to raise the quality of life in general. It's Taurus. Get in here and get really honest with yourself and get so honest with yourself, it can't be shaken. You know your truth to your bones. You're going to need to know your truth to your bones. Whenever Pluto starts, goes direct, not yet, it's going to go direct. And then whenever it starts making its way and starts going in, when it goes into Aquarius, that means it's going to have to hit 29 degrees Capricorn first. The flailing of, of people who are trying to hold on to obsolete old ways of being and control systems themselves because they are benefiting off of it. The flailing that's going to happen in those is going to get real. I keep talking about a very convincing shadow and, and people keep asking me, is this a very convincing shadow? I'm like, not yet. It's still building. People think that right now we are looking at a very convincing shadow. Not yet. It, I mean, it is it, but it's not done building. It is not. It's going to, it's going to inflame again with those eclipses. And then we're going to have to deal with that. You, I, I promise you don't want to wait until Scorpio makes you face what needs to be faced. You don't want to wait until then. Because, again, don't tell me that I said this, but Scorpio can be harsh. <laughs> Scorpio is dramatically intense. Oh, my God. Thank God I have Jupiter in Aquarius. It makes me catch my snap. <laughs> but not always in time. <laughs> okay, sometimes... Sometimes I wish my Jupiter and Aquarius would catch me sooner. N not sometimes, most of the time. <laughs> but you don't want to wait until then because at that point, you don't have any choice. It's, it's not up for negotiation. So you want to work with Aquarius and Leo now. What is it? What is it that's getting in the way of you admitting what you want, of wanting more for yourself, of getting past old patterns and old fears, letting go of what you have known for a long time, no longer resonates with you and is not going with you into the future. What is it? Get honest with yourself without falling into the fear of not knowing what's next. Don't worry about what's next. You are adaptable. You are teachable. You'll be fine going into the unknown. What you don't want to do is get caught up in the flailing of people in control systems because that energy is fight each other, be afraid, you need me. 
that's, that's what that flailing energy is doing. Fight each other. Be afraid. You need me. And fuck if we're not all falling for it. Oh my God. Fight each other. Be afraid. You need me. If you're falling into that, then you are contributing to the flailing of control systems and you are walking the opposite direction of your freedom. You're walking the opposite direction of find each other. We find ourselves, we find each other. The opposite direction. And don't you know that that's what control systems want? They want us to not leave. They want us to not leave the control system. They want us to think that that is the only safety we've got. And it's not just they, it's within you too. You have something within you that is that wants to hold on to what you've always known. It's a story of how it's always been, the story of how it has to be done, the story of how you are absolutely certain it's going to go forward, and it's not. Life is unfolding how it needs to, and you need to be adaptable and teachable when you go. There, you have control, control programming within you, too, something you don't want to let go of because you've known it too long, or you don't want to let go of it because it's the only thing you know, or you don't want to let go of it because you don't trust yourself in the unfolding of discovery. You don't trust yourself. Okay, there's something in there. Something in there. Even if, even if you're like, no, I'm cool. I got it all. If you're one of those people, and there's lots, okay, there are a lot of people going, I think I'm good. I got it. I believe you. I do. I really do believe you. Okay? But every once in a while, please, in this energy, check in with yourself. Re really just ask, is there anything I'm not seeing? You don't need to go looking for trouble and you don't need to inject fear where it need not exist. You don't need to fabricate something. If something needs your attention, it is very obvious. You can't get away from it. So just be willing. If something's like, hey, I need your attention. And you're like, oh, no, <laughs> you don't get my attention. I would ask you to pause for a moment and go, okay, what is it? What is it? There's something you're not admitting. All right. Even if, even if you're in circumstances that feel like they're out of your, outside of your control at the moment, that's going around too. Fear that you are succumbing to circumstances outside of your control and there's no way forward. That's not true either. That's South Node in Scorpio. If things look like they are unchangeable at the current moment, you can at least look forward to, all right, well, as soon as this thing shifts, what then? You can. You can. If you look around and it's not just nothing will change, everything is changing, everything, crumbling, shifting, moving, something. If you're like, I, I, can't, I can't put my finger on anything. All right, where's your frequency? Hold your frequency. I, I have had so much of that erratic energy lately. Oh my God. There was one day when I was, of course, I was supposed to be in readings and they had to evacuate my building, my apartment building. I don't work in an office. There was a, another time whenever I was reading for someone and the fire alarms kept going off <laughs> for the, the weekly live call, not the one we had last night, but the, the Wednesday prior, um, my laptop crashed. And then I tried to send out like a message to everybody saying, I, I can't get on the call, tech issues or whatever. And the, the, the texting service went down and didn't send out that message either. And it, it's just like, it, <laughs> Just the whole thing crashed. And, and, you know, I went to the grocery store two days ago and it, right when I walked in the door, all the power went out and I was like, what is happening? 
I don't think all the power went out because of me, but it's just uh, the the erratic energy has just been palpable and everywhere in my experience. And in case this is useful for you, if you look up and you're like, what in the fuck is happening? Here's what I have found. Go to Aquarius, hold your own energy, have a healthy amount of non-attachment and go, huh, that's weird. And then you solve the problem and keep it moving. Okay. Every single time that I've caught myself going, oh no, then I, and I go, ha, 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 stop, <laughs> stop, solve the problem. Then immediately when I change my frequency like that, it's fine. It's, it's, it's very erratic. It's like, oh no. And then it's go, and then you go, oh, it's fine. And then it happens again and again and again. Oh no, it's fine. Like that. It's weird. It's weird. And if that's happening with you, you know, it's going around. It's going around. Your assignment in this full moon is choose your higher frequency. Get dedicated about holding it. Be willing to face what needs to be faced, but don't stay there. Don't let yourself get dragged down. Face what needs to be faced. Meet the erratic energy, however it's happening. There's probably, there's probably a, 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 an answer right in front of you. It's just if you get into the drama of, oh, no, then you can't see it. We're choosing a higher frequency because we're trying to find ourselves so that we can find each other. That's what's happening. Get serious about this. You're going to look at it again in November, but by, by the time we go, get there, it is going to be way more intense, way more. And you don't want to wait for that. You want to get to that time and go, whew, I'm so glad I started looking at this back in August. So glad because it will not have to sneak up on you. It won't be a surprise. It won't be like the boogeyman coming to get you. Okay. Look at this now. You'll be glad you did. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.